What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Gorgeous summer rendition. I mean, here we are. July something. It's sometime in July. <laughs> and It's a Monday. I know that. I know that. It is. Because I had to actually go to my studio today. Oh, why? I was like, ooh, what's this place? Um, I had to touch up a Cunningham costume for someone who wanted it a bit more snatched in. Mm. And they were like, I would like uh, there to be beads. I wish. No, the, I wish. They had been an L.A. performer. So they, they're, they're, I guess their fittings in L.A. weren't very thorough. Because they had final fittings in Los Angeles, but I wasn't. Not neither Harriet nor I were there for that. So, I'm happy to touch up your unitards if you weren't a New York dancer. That's nice. Yeah, for free. Um, you got an <clears throat> air conditioner, or you didn't get one. I did. Okay, and here's the story. All about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, literally. <laughs> <laughs> so I woke up on. Uh, yep. One of the days. Yep. Saturday? Who can say now? We're at Monday, so sometime before today you woke up. Saturday. So I, I, I suddenly was like, yes, I feel motivated. I'm going to do this. And I've been motivated doing small house things this summer, trying to figure out how to reconfigure my apartment. Mm-hmm. I've not yet figured it out. but All 10 by 10 of it. Insane. Uh-huh. Well, you know, lucky for me, I don't need much of an air conditioner, right? Right. Or... <gasps> So I go to Home Depot on 23rd Street and yes. take the train up there. What I don't realize is that within a block of Home Depot is also Best Buy and PC Richards. Oh. <clears throat> so I go into Best Buy. I don't see the air conditioners and I don't want to ask anybody. So I Got leave. It. And I keep walking down the street. I, I don't even see PC Richards. I'm Home Depot bound. I get down there. They have mostly um, GE. Uh-huh. And I go for the cheapest one, what, one with a knob, which I think I trust that, right? Uh-huh. Doesn't have digital controls. I think that also means it doesn't turn off when it gets to a certain amount of cold, though, which I think is bad, right? And it doesn't have energy. A thermostat. Uh-huh. Yeah. But at any rate, it was $150. That's good, right? Yeah. That's good. And I figure it's going to be the lightest one. So I pick it, I buy and it. Energy, and air conditioner is never light. Well, I did not take a cab home. Oh my God. (laughs) Okay. I put it on my head and I walked two avenues to the one train. (laughs) Jesus, Reed. It was fine. Uh Uh-huh. And then I got it home. My right bicep hurt a little bit. I bet. And then I was like, I'm going to do this properly. And I'm going to put it in my shaftway window, which is enormous. It's 38 inches wide. Right. But it's a tiny air conditioner. So I was like, I might have to... Make and I had a, to put socks around it. Exactly. Uh-huh. Make amendments to the uh-huh. accordion thing. Right. And then I, I put it, I kind of get it situated in the window and it's like no big deal because there's a lot of windowsill out into the shaftway. So I really, it's not going to fall in, which great. But then I think to myself, you know, Reed, do a really good job. Clean the window before you put in the AC. Because the window was a little dirty. I've cleaned it before, but it's been a while. So I... I mean, this is a window without a view. You're looking into a gray shaftway. A wonderful place to get air from for your air conditioner. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just blow that stuff. It's filter. Uh Don't scare me. Okay. So I take out the air conditioner and I then 
um, prepare to wash the windows and you, the, the kind that you click and flip in, uh-huh. right? They're huge though. So yeah. like I'm literally standing on a bench with a window gouging into my top of my pelvis uh-huh. to like support it, right. scrubbing the outside of the window, click down the other one, scrubbing the outside of the window. It's all going to be okay. I click in the top window. It's all going well. And at that point, as I try to maneuver the bottom window, which I've already cleaned, it completely comes out. It comes out of the bottom part. At this point, I don't know. I don't know how to resolve this. So I take the whole window out. I look at the whole mechanism. You have to somehow get these metal sticks into these little holes, right? Uh-huh. Of this sort of spring mechanism. Uh-huh. And I'm like, I don't know. I'm whole. I now I'm putting the window on my, on my, what, what do you call this? The Your back neck. of my, the back of my head and the uh-huh. top of my neck. Like uh-huh. I'm some kind of crane. I don't know. It was wild, like a forklift. And then I, kept trying to like tilt my head enough to get the thing in the hole, but I couldn't aim it well enough. And then I started trying to deal with screwdrivers and moving mechanisms on the window. I couldn't do it. I, I saw my life flash before my eyes a couple of times. There was blood coming out of my hands before I finally like called it a day. I was like, I'm going to die. So I, after many, many attempts and failures and fully soaking wet with sweat, I just put the window down and cleaned everything up. And then I leaned the window up against where it would be, walked into the other room. Next thing I know, it's blown into the apartment, crushed one of my stools. It was- It didn't break though? No. That is what I was expecting. I was expecting the window to come in and shatter. No, it didn't shatter. Wow. That would have really- That is really where I thought we were going with Then I would have jumped into the shaft way. No. And gone down like one floor. So then I, um, I, then I rested it back into the window again, but I clicked the top things into the channel just so it would be, not be able to be blown in. And then I moved the air conditioner to the bedroom window, installed it so I could be cold. And I was so cold, in fact, that I couldn't sleep for two nights. And then, but I did turn it, I don't know why it doesn't matter. I was so close to my head. It was making me feel crazy. Yeah. And then the super came today and we did it together. He, he figured it out. He had fixed your windows. He did. He fixed it. And then I installed my air conditioner where it should be in the shaft way. Yeah. And I even made a beautiful piece of, I took a piece of the styrofoam from the box and carved it into the perfect shape to fit the remaining hole where the accordion uh-huh. thing couldn't fit. It looks beautiful. I even used to, I screwed it into the window. It's safe. Everything's safe. Wow. Yeah. So yeah, it's all going to be great now. That's really intense. Thank you. I'm. I was really like that. Could have been the end. I do feel like air conditioners and installing them and deinstalling them and dealing with them are a moment where it could be the end for not only you but whoever's outside. Yep, absolutely. I I remember once putting an air conditioner on top of a dresser because I was like, well, I'm going to put this up there, and I got on this really tiny like folding stool, and I had to like lift it up and get it above my head what? like really use like there was a window up. that high no i just wanted to, i had taken it out and i wanted to put it on top of a dresser oh that was like you know seven feet tall so high and i did it but i did it the moment when i like pushed it up i thought oh this wow yeah i did have a moment of being like wow this might be it yeah totally summer getting an air conditioner putting it in awful wow. Awful. (laughs) I got to spend the afternoon and have dinner with the, well, after the air conditioner incident, I was meant to meet Drew and Josh and Josephine. Oh, 
She's our guest, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was meant to meet our guest and our classmate from PMB, Carrie Brunson, famously. I knew it. Of I knew it. And I hadn't seen her in many years and met up with them. And then I, I realized that I remembered everything about her from school, which means she made a profound influence on me. Yeah, Carrie really made an influence on you. Carrie not only made an influence on you, but made an influence A profound on impact? You. Profound influence? Impact. Impact. Because you didn't end up walking. Well, I guess you have walked around though saying, I knew it. I knew, but also I knew the injuries she had had. Mm. I knew parts she had understudied. Mm. I knew her diet. Like, you were obsessed I, with her. Kind of. You wanted to be her. Well, I was amazed at her uh, her productivity mm. for evil. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? She was like wicked in a great way. When you like, brought that up with her, did she agree? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she's totally nice and lovely now. She has like food establishments in Seattle and like she's a great. Did she talk about where that came from for her at that time? Oh, I wish. Well, we were all just so competitive and like hell-bent on getting a job. And she was like, I will. And she did. She did it. She did it. She did it, and now she has another job that she likes better, I'm sure. Yeah, she. you know, they only ever, like, take two, maybe two girls into the company each year in a class of, I don't know, 12 to 15 young women, and she was like, I will get this job. And she did. Entredad. Anything else happen? I saw Midsommar. We can't talk about it because I haven't seen it yet. Okay. Everyone wants me to see it. I'm going to see it. I saw... I don't know. I've been walking around listening to Beethoven's Ninth Symphony a little bit. Beautiful. Just walking around in the summer heat listening to that. Just the... Yep. I watched... I finished watching uh, Fleabag. It's the best. It's so good. And goodbye, Michael Fassbender, and hello, Andrew Scott. I mean, I mean, different. But I'm in love with him. Yeah, he's the kind of guy who you want to like. And he's gay. I know. I mean. You want to wake up and he's going to be funny and you're going to laugh. Yeah, I, but he's also really sexy. I don't think Michael Fassbender's going to make you laugh. He's no. just going to make you nervous that he's going to leave you. <laughs> Constantly. He's going to leave you for sure. Well, I'm going out. Where are you going? <laughs> I'm just going to step down and have a cigarette. Well, when are you coming back? <laughs> I'm like the six minutes it takes me to smoke it. Okay, well, why don't I come with you? <gasps> I just want to breathe it. Why? You don't like me anymore? <laughs> why are you leaving me? This is a good play. <laughs> Called Michael, 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 but it ends where Michael. he does leave me. And then Didn't I just, Live make Michael? There was a show called Michael. Yeah, I love that one. That one was really good. Um, but it, Michael, Michael, Michael ends with me alone crying and then Andrew walks in and he's like, hello. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> Curtains closed. I had a lovely lunch with uh, Lloyd Mayer yesterday. Uh-huh. Our future guest. Future guest, Lloyd Mayer. Told me some wild stories as per usual. Oh, I can't wait. Jaw droppers. Can't wait. Jaw can't wait have, droppers. Can't wait to have him on and hear them all. What else has happened? Oh, I started a new show. Which one? Um, it's called Years and Years. Yars oh, and yeah, Yars. yeah. With Emma Thompson. Emma Thompson, Russell Tovey, mm-hmm. other British. Do you love? Sometimes. Uh-huh. Sometimes it's really boring. Uh-huh. And other times it's really intense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From all the colors from boredom to intense. Yeah. Sometimes uh-huh. you can really check out and... Mm-hmm. 
<clears throat> look at your phone or cut up a watermelon. Oh, great. And other times you really have to look up. And other times you, the knife pauses at the watermelon. Well, you know when it, you the music stare. gets spooky and then you're uh-huh. like, ooh. Uh-huh. Because it's about the near future. Oh, yeah. And, and it, you're like, yeah, I believe it. Oh. I believe it. It's global warming really on. Well, it's like all the things that we hope don't doesn't happen. Oh, wow. Oh, my phone's on sound. But, but they all, they all are just happening. Like Trump stays in office. Uh-huh. He, Who plays Trump? Trump. Incredible that he decided to do that show. <laughs> you know, that's kind of great. Maybe he does have a really great sense of humor. The about future the whole and acting. Uh-huh. Um, and like once he Do they gets, CGI him for new speeches? No, no, no. Oh. They just use stuck clips. So uh-huh. he gets reelected. And then in the following election, Mike Pence becomes the president. Oh, amazing. So it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. Bec- and then years and years, worse and worse. And Angela Merkel dies and <laughs> um, Trump sends a nuclear missile to some um, man-made island off the coast of China. Uh-huh. And uh, the North Pole disappears. Amazing. And um, people start to be able to put their phones in their hands. Uh-huh. Sure. I was like, yeah, it's going to happen. <laughs> this, this one of the daughters is like, um, the parents, she has to talk to her parents, and she's been looking up trans stuff on the mm-hmm. computer. So like, oh, my God, she's going to tell us she's trans. And so they start to talk, and they're like, it's okay, sweetie. You can be whatever you want to be. And... Um, she's like, no, I, I don't want to be transgender. I want to be transhuman. And they're like, great. That's cool. You call whatever you want. And she's like, no, I want to leave my body and be digitized. Oh yeah. This is interesting. Is she going to be digitized? Well, she's beginning with the phone. So it starts the hand phone. Yeah. And who's Emma Thompson? Oh, okay. So she plays like a, a sort of radical public politician kind of person who's, who, who's giving, at the beginning of the show, she's just on TV giving like kind of sensationalist speeches about how like, they're like, and what is your stance on Israel? And she's like, I don't give a fuck. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so she creates this kind of scandal right. around it. And then eventually, as the years go, goes by, she becomes more prominent publicly, and then she gets a position in Parliament, which is shocking to everybody because she's she's sort of wild. But mm-hmm. I, I see she's probably going to become prime minister. It's where this seems to be going. Great. Did you watch the newest episode of Big Little Lies? I did. Yeah. I w- it was um, actually very sad. I felt very like tearful at a couple points. And huh. I can't remember why. Huh. I felt really sad about Adam Scott uh-huh. at a point. Uh-huh. And I usually don't care about him at all. Uh-huh. But this episode, I was like, I'm sad. Oh, when he was cutting the peppers and his daughter came and hugged him. Uh-huh. I was like, sad. Uh-huh. I was like, you're so pathetic. All I thought about was his acting at that point and kind of closing his eyes tight to sort of look like crying. Um <laughs> I didn't, I think I got further disconnected from the show at this, at this juncture a little bit for me, but it's, oh, Oh, don't stop it yet. I I won't stop it. But, um, only because, I mean, I really like that we're full into psychic stuff happening. I like how the show now is fully like psychic ability is real. Um, her mom wants her to kill her. 
Uh huh. When the title card came up, kill me, I was, I knew the mom was going to say that from her stroke bed. I'm still happy about Laura Dern all the time. Laura Dern is incredible. It just, uh, I'm excited about court. It's coming up. Did you watch the preview for next week? No. Do you want me to tell you some things? Mm. Well, how about that the show ends and we see that Shailene's uh, boyfriend has been working for the police department? What? Did you watch the episode? I mean, there was all this crazy editing at the end, but I couldn't understand it. Mm, it was like, okay. cut, cut, cut. So as I'm Zoe Kravitz is going it. to the police station, she sees a young guy leaving it. And then she looks at who it is, and it's Shailene's boyfriend, Corey. Oh. Well, why do we think he's? it has to do with this? I just know it. But she hasn't said anything about it. No, but he has. He's been trying to, like, get stuff out of her. And then we'll be with you in just a moment. And then I can't wait to wrap this up and get to our guest. Um, And then the other thing that happens is Adam Scott gets touched by that. The woman, you know, in the bar and they look over and it's the guy who Reese Witherspoon had the affair with. Yeah. What's going on there? It's all about like people getting, you know, discovered. There's so much editing. Lots of it. This episode in particular was really like car door slam, car door slam. Yeah. Car door office door, car door office. So there's something too to the form where in the first episode, I was like, this editing is amazing. And this episode, I was like, I knew it. Tedious. This episode really became for me. I knew it. Yeah. I have not yet watched the latest episode of Euphoria. I'm excited about that. I need to catch up on it. I had to get through Fleabag. Incredible. So incredible. Um, All around, all the actors excellent. Andrew Scott. I'm pretty sure that's his name. I love you. All right. We're going to get to our guest and listeners uh, tune in onto the dance and stuff show. For our episode with Becky Abrams, you're going to gag. It really, it's really a laugh riot. It's on YouTube, the Dance and Stuff Show. He loves you. (laughs) Welcome back to America. Just a high-end interview of a (laughs) iPhone on a yellow mug. And this is it. And we're rolling. And we're rolling. Are we going to do the song? song? I guess we should in case we don't get in a... I mean, the song. Drew, you have to join right in because it comes from you. It's your song. Mm. What's What's going on with dance and stuff? What's happening with dance and things? What's going on? What's happening? What's going on with dance and stuff? Wow, that was Sorry. high. And That's I really, the highest yeah. version. I, I did it the original version. Like, what's going on with you? Can we talk yeah, about correct. where the song came from? And then can you guys sing the OG? So our yeah. guest was... is the originator of the, the song. Composer. The, the composer. She's the composer. And where were we? Uh, we were in San Francisco. Were we? Were in we Seattle. No, it was in San Francisco. In San Francisco. Yeah. And we were in your... Um, that a two-room apartment where you guys like studio storage. It was a studio, <laughs> two-room. You were in a two-room studio. And they, two-room had, they, they was, painted. I was the in walls. a two-room room. They painted <laughs> yeah. the walls where one room was like yellow below mm-hmm. the um, molding, and then a slightly different shade of yellow above. Nice. And then the other room was green and a slightly different <laughs> shade of green above the molding. And nice. I thought Drew and Josh are really thinking about aesthetics. We used to be yeah. into painting 
Like now you we were like in, white walls are what's because you evil, still live in shitty apartments. And now we're like and now you live in a castle. Right. Yes. Yeah. So you, you don't have to abroad. paint the walls. Vasan. Our taste is really grown. So I was visiting San Francisco, and at the time Drew was fixated on this phrase. It's giving out with you and stuff. <laughs> so that's what's happening with you and things. What's happening with you and things? So that was the phrase that was being asked of uh-huh. everybody constantly. Uh-huh. And then we decided we were at our house having dinner and we decided to re-record your outgoing message yeah. on your cell phone. Which we did frequently, you know. Which you were sitting around. What were some of your favorite ones? Some of your outgoing favorite? Well, voicemail. I feel like we you talked about. Yeah, she did the one where she was like, "Hello." Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It got you every time. It got you every time. Still gets you. (laughs) Still gets you every time. But then you, but you would sing this. And was it just you singing the song, or was it the two of you singing the song? Laurel, three of us: Laurel and Drew and myself. It took us like forty-five times to. Do it without laughing. Because you were laughing so Mm -hmm. hard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know if we harmonized. I don't recall. I don't know. I mean. But the original version of the song is. I think you guys tried to get me to harmonize, but I didn't know how. You can't do that. No. I'm much better now, though. You ready? Let's sing. You're going to sing the original. I'm going to listen while you sing the original. What? What's going on with you and stuff? What's happening with you and things? What's going on? What's happening with you and stuff? That's great. <laughs> 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 I just got to perform. How to perform with anxiety right here in front of our live sweating. studio audience. And not only is it our song, but it's the title of our podcast. What's going on with dance and stuff? What's yeah. going on with dance and stuff? Thank you, Drew. Not getting any royalties, not a penny. It's true. It's true. At your service. Uh, Thank you. It's because she has free health care and her child is being (laughs) through school for free. Yeah. Truly. Truly. Where do you live now? In Belgium. Do you like it? Oh, that's like a that's a loaded question. Yeah. Do I like it? Yeah. We. I mean, we like it. Being back in Antwerp, being back in New York after living in Europe for six years, it's like culture shock for sure. I was in LA in. A few months ago, mm-hmm. and that was like I. I was like I don't belong. I don't know. I, being back in New York, I can. It, it's more my thing. More well, my almost people. everyone on the street is from Europe, so I don't know. It just like it was. So <laughs> Why intense. was LA like, such a culture they were just, shock? Like, in my face. In like, LA, they're in cars. But not when you're like in a cafe and they're like, mm-hmm. "Hey, how are you?" Oh yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, what? what? <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 that's very different. That is very different. What are they I like? Your in- dress, you know, but like, but like a stranger, you know. Right, right. <laughs> what is it like in Antwerp? Um, no one like, talks to like, If I, because when I first moved, you know, I would like talk to the barista and stuff, uh-huh. and they would just look at me like I was like crazy, right? He'd be like, like what's going on in things? Yeah. And he'd be like, please, They'd be just like, pay for coffee and leave. Yeah. <laughs> I like your dress. <laughs> yeah, that was me. Hey, I like your hair net. Cortado, uh, please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what Cortado is. Oh, I mean, well, there's a smaller. <laughs> oh, my yeah. God. But now I've turned into a cold European. Oh, do you, do you live? Do you gag? Are you gagging I don't know. for being I'm trying cold to European? Like, I feel like I was telling you the other day. You've always like, been a little cold. <laughs> yeah. That's you were not never, my experience of Drew. No, I mean, with us, but like publicly, she's never been like, like my mom and aunt who are like, hey, babe, you know, like. 
No. My experience of Drew on the street is running cozy. into like you know ball children who like are like, oh my god, I voted with you, and she's like, yes, honey, we're fine, <laughs> and like then I we like ran down at some other street, you know? and like the times that I've been with Drew, it has always I been and like an immediate Kiki, no matter I where. Found so an I don't incredible know. video that if I can find it again, I'll send it to Jeremy. But it. it's cat, cat, kitty, cat, kitty, cat, meow, and you guys are outside on the like. Mm, in Nolita or something yeah. and being absolutely insane the two of you oh, dreaming mean, uh-huh. uh-huh. yeah well you know gag honey work <laughs> live after that gay pride show I did with you remember I was like chugging yes. beer and like I wore shoes like yes 12 inches high yeah what was that and I was like twirling my know. ponytail around and then afterwards I was like I don't know if this is great for like my image Oh, I kind of remember you saying And then, that. like, I went out and they're like, I saw you perform. You're amazing. I was like, really? Where? They're like, a Czech Fervor show. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. Right? I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, what, was, was, what happened like, in that dance? What was the plot? I don't know. I was drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Um, I wasn't actually at all, but I can't the remember. The plot I, was you were going to hang on my shoulders or something. Remember no, the plot was I was just like, we're going to go. And I don't, like, talk about... Uh, you know, brown out because I kind of can't remember, <laughs> and okay, I definitely wasn't drinking. I might have, I don't remember. Donna but, Summers. Oh, it, I sang MacArthur Park, but I got this huge dude from the audience to come up for me. Oh, to yeah, hang and you hung his from shoulders. his shoulders. And, and I, I was, was just like, and Drew was just a full, like, Batma layout meow mix. I was in underwear. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. High heels and a, a bathing suit. <laughs> yeah, and I feel, or maybe just like tape across her breasts. Mm. And it was, it was something really skimped in a mint mint. Yeah. And oh, I was having a real moment in New York. I was. And it, I was, it was, like, was known for like falling off benches at Greenhouse. <laughs> I was like, through every time a garden she would have like going? a giant welt, like some huge bruise. It was really uh, Yeah, I have pictures but where I have did. bruises like all over my legs. Same. Like, I mean, we just. Huge I, I got remember, shin splints, Like Yeah, my knees were always bleeding. I was like, there was one time, like, <laughs> it was the day after a night out and you had the most terrifying bruises on your yeah. legs and you're like, I don't even know how. Wasn't that when we were eating at that Chinese restaurant together? And I was like, true, what is Probably. that? And it was like the, this huge, huge, huge wealth. Huge really good. But I was Amazing. also like, I was super into any show I did at that time, making sure I walked out of there with like a black eye. But I was kind of like, she would like leave the house in her underpants and her zombie stompers, which were like these absolutely absurd shoes. And then we get to greenhouse and she would like hang onto the like, yes. the like lattice work on the walls yeah, or remember. like hang on human beings yes. and yeah. just like fall everywhere. I think it's great. I think like, uh, let's yeah, get back to that. Like yeah, Renaissance. We might. It's just a little like in my hips. I know. No, I can't. Like the last time I danced was at this, our friend's wedding and I was really trying to push it. You know, uh-huh. I was like, tonight. I'm okay, young. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm like, young. I'm going to pull through. Uh-huh. And I was just like, ow. Or, like I have to sit yeah. down after 10 minutes and, we'll be, and then I have to like, okay, I'll get it like up again. Like, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. I used to go. I used to like wake up in the morning and I would like pack my bag to go to steps and take class. And then I'd have like, I don't know, some rehearsal with random choreographer. Uh-huh. And then I would like have six 
changes of clothes in my bag and then I'd put like heels on and go to dinner in Soho and then I would like yeah. put on booty shorts and go to greenhouse Did and I would go to funk box. I was just gonna say like I, th- I was just like, like I was like just oh natural apply more makeup apply more makeup put some perfume on go and then I was out to like Four, yeah. five. Yeah, that's so good. And then I broke I, heel, you know, like yeah. the heels of my shoes were really like, <laughs> hey, anyone got any super glue? <laughs> Drew and I were at a wedding in Minneapolis once, and all I remember from like the party part is being actually on the like concrete floor of a bar because we had fallen down <laughs> from dancing so hard at Laurel Keene's wedding. You're I've, welcome, Laurel. I've really, you know, grown since then. You know, I'm doing Now I'm more. a snootier and <laughs> getting my socialized health care. Yes. I get up at the crack of 11. I'm a mother. I'm work at three. I can't do that. Drew, where are you from? I'm from Boise, Idaho. Is that where you were born? Yes. Wow. And you have a father who is immensely tall. Yes. He was a high jumper, correct? Mm-hmm. Like what Olympic a segue level. read. Olympic My level. brain is still but he with never people quite. like we're going back. Down. We're going back. Okay, we're going back. I want to people to have a little context. Okay. I mean, we could talk about literally nothing for two well, hours. We're talking about me like falling over. <laughs> that's amazing. I think like, that sounds incredible. That wasn't not really nothing. like nothing. that is a gag. Right. Where they like open up the photo album? Okay. <laughs> people maybe won't think I'm so cold. You know, in the air. No, no, no. no. thinks you're cold. Well, it's, it's, it's okay. Really? It's wow. fine. Okay. I'm, I'm okay with it. The giant ice queen. Okay. Right. So super tall dad, and then your mom was five, was four foot five. Right. <laughs> I'm just average height. Yeah, yeah exactly. gorgeous average height mother. Uh huh. And then it, you. Grew I like up, that Reed is going to tell us the whole thing. So it's this is like, like, Reed, like tell really, yeah, we'll do it really quickly. Uh-huh. So Idaho, mm-hmm. she's doing ballet in Idaho. Parents mm-hmm. separate. Dad's in Germany sometimes. Mm-hmm. Am I wrong? Yeah, but that's so early. Like, do we have to go all the way back? We're, well, we're there. Okay. You're doing ballet. And she's in ballet school with like Ben Griffiths, who then became a principal at Pacific Northwest Ballet, and she's blah blah blah. PND. There you go. Uh-huh. And then Drew goes off to high level ballet schools where uh-huh. people don't believe she's fourteen or fifteen years old because she looks like a thirty year old woman. Uh-huh. It's nice though because you've stayed looking exactly the same yeah. pretty much from when I met you all the way through till now. Like you're mm-hmm. just clocking so right in bones. at. Right in at like thirty to thirty-two. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like right there. But and it has been since you were <laughs> since fourteen. <I> fourteen. <laughs> <laughs> and it's nice because when you're sixty, it'll be thirty and thirty-two. Shout out Margaret Carl. Used uh-huh. to be a dancer at San Francisco Ballet. Went to the school office at San Francisco Ballet to in, to tell them that she did not believe that Drew was the age she claimed to be. And you're like, I'm 14. She's like, you're 32. Yeah. Admit it. They were like, look at this girl's files. She's uh-huh. lying. Uh-huh. That's really good. So anyway, she spent okay, a year she's there. She's at PNP. No, she spent a year at San Francisco oh, Valley oh, School. No, okay, and then okay. she transfers to PNB School oh. where she's like, well, that's where the tall people go. Uh-huh. Is that correct? Is wait, that wait? I was, yeah, I went to San Francisco for the, a, a year. year. Yeah. And then and then I went to PNB for the summer. And I was was Garen at SF come, when you were there? No. no okay. I was going to come back to... I was planning to come back, to, back to San to Francisco, but at, at PNB it was like, Tall I don't people. know. Not only that, it was just like. You're like, I'm better than everyone? Was, <laughs> <laughs> no. It was a healthier place to train. Like, oh, I felt like it wasn't like, I don't know. I remember the time that I was in San Francisco, it was Gloria Govern, who was like oh, Valentine's old school. <laughs> I got injured and they were like, you don't want this bad enough. Uh-huh. And I was yeah. like, okay, like, well, I have a stress fracture, so I don't like, <laughs> I, 
I like yeah. I don't want to stretch my shirt, right? Like, like, I can't. There was this really hateful girl in the school there at the time named Leah. Do you remember her? Mm -hmm. Leah. Oh, I wish I could remember her last name. She was absolutely evil. I remember she was at my audition for PMB summer program. And she walked in and she was like, Helgi's not going to hire me. So I'm auditioning for PMB. And she came in and I was like, oh, this girl's going to be terrible. She's just like a lot of talk. And then during the audition, I was like, she's not. She's incredible. Uh, but she was mean to you? She was mean in general. Uh, cool. She was mean to me. Well, ballet. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, so, anyway. so anyways, I went to PNB and it felt like a better place, mm-hmm. environment. And so I was like, I'm going to go to San Francisco. I'm going to stay here. And you did, and that's where we And went. I was, like, kind of like a teacher's pet there, you know? Like They did love you. Yeah, I felt they like... They loved you. I felt like, you know... Loved. Loved. Yeah. Mm. That's where Evil Queen travels across. That's right. what Bruce Evil Wells made. Evil Queen travels across. <laughs> Do you remember what he sang? Or is that all you yeah, can remember? It. it was Evil just that. Queen, queen travels, travels across. That's it. <laughs> okay. I was hoping that it'd be like, and she gets picked up by the horse, torch, <laughs> lift, and a turn around. She's placed <laughs> yeah, down was on like, a demi point <laughs> now. Yeah. She gets yeah, to the right it, of the stage was. and she takes a deep but bow when she's back You were like a favored student and you were when you first got there you were like going to high school or something I was 15 I know but you were like living with a family I did for a few months and I like tried to homeschool like with some curriculum that we brought like at some target like Mormon homeschooling store Mm -hmm. in Idaho I don't know but then Lindsay Clark moved out of this apartment where Laurel and Mary Mac lived which was a one bedroom apartment with Uh three girls living Uh in it Basically, hard knock life, orphan Annie. Uh-huh. And Lindsay Clark left, which was an opening for Drew to move in. So a couple of months into the school year, Drew moves in. And they were already my best friends, so suddenly Drew was in the mix. And I was like, who's this girl? And <laughs> she was 16. She was 16. And how old are you? 19. Okay. Best friends. <laughs> and you were like, yay, yeah. let's go eat candy. Yeah, and we would like dress Drew up like a boy uh-huh. and go to Trader Joe's okay. or go to the Larry's, Larry's market to see mm-hmm. if anyone would clock her as not a man. And <laughs> I don't think anyone, I don't think anyone even, even looked at us. No one looked because yeah. you're also like, that's so like Europe over there. Yeah. <laughs> it is like Europe. No one's talking to anybody. I think the year after when I was living with Anne. Mm-hmm. We would like go to Larry's naked under our coats. Oh. This is the kind of stuff that fifteen-year-old goody two-shoes do. Anne for. was this gorgeous, gorgeous ballerina <laughs> who was like basically silent, uh-huh. and I she was her. totally <laughs> under the radar. Like we all like knew she existed because we were like, "Wow, she's beautiful," and her like body and everything were wild. She had all the things, but she just wouldn't talk, nor would uh-huh. she like energetically exist. Uh-huh. But she would like laugh at jokes and stuff. So I was like, well, she gets it. Uh-huh. She well, gets at it. our jokes. Right, at our jokes. Uh-huh. So we knew. And that. then I, <laughs> I left and Drew stayed another year and then they became friends. And I was like, oh. yeah, one day I remember I was like, oh, my roommate's leaving or somebody's leaving. And I was like, maybe, maybe you could come live with me in this apartment, you know, like the one, and it was like cycling uh-huh. through. She was like, yeah. And then like, I heard nothing. But then she's like, like, it's like the last day of, school and she's like so when can I move in and I was like what <laughs> I, like I remember her. when she put her boxes in I his like apartment her. I went through all of her things I put I decorated no we agreed <laughs> because we're like who is she she's yeah mysterious she's, wow. she's she is one of the most hilarious beautiful she's incredible hilarious yeah she lives in LA 
And what does she do now? She's like a vagabond. <laughs> she what is that? Mean? I don't know. You would like her. Yeah, she's, she's a great. witch. I love her already. I love anyone <laughs> who is absolutely silent and then will laugh. And then, you know, they're just holding their cards. Well, I mean, were, hello. We were on stage in Sleeping Beauty. This is before we knew her. Her name is Anne Yoon, by the way. Mm-hmm. Her last name is Yoon. Mm-hmm. And we were literally all in drag. <laughs> like, I had on a full Yanni wig and mustache mm-hmm. and huge saucer hats. Like, gold custom-made shoes. Drew has on some crazy perm. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. We're being like court or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Drew walks court around lady number two. Look at Ann Yoon. Look at Ann Yoon. <laughs> Look at Ann Yoon. Because Ann Yoon had a blonde curly wig. She's Asian. <laughs> and she was just like, look, like standing across the, you know, like you're supposed to be like engaged. Oh, okay. she, she, she was like, like, just had this tiny little smirk. smirk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and she kind of by herself because like nobody went to Would like, engage yeah, with her. It was, and then this Bulgarian guy. best friends though. This like, Bulgarian guy comes up to Drew and goes, could you shut up? Can you shut up? <laughs> <laughs> we so much. Was he mad? Yeah. yeah. He wow. was in the company. He was a soloist. Oh, and he felt like you guys were being disrespectful. We absolutely were. In Sleeping Beauty. Okay, so now <laughs> yeah. you get out of PNB. Okay. Oh, so you stayed another year and they should have hired you, but then... Oh, yeah, they were like, we're your, you're our favorite. You're going to get hired, blah, blah, blah. And then they were like, mm, you're tall. And right. Like, okay. They yeah. had, like, a very famous tall principal woman who was, like famous for being tall mm-hmm. like that was her thing drew no they had this well, i mean drew would be right so they, i think like politically yeah. they, they knew it was a bad idea because she was nearing the end of her career mm-hmm. and i don't think they wanted this like young person to come in and like mm-hmm. make that tricky they basically were, yeah they said like okay you know we could hire you and you could be in the core but you wouldn't dance because you're like too not, tall and, but we, you can't just come to school and be a soloist or whatever so it was all bullshit. It was like, I mean, whatever. This is a like, company that had women who were like 5'10". Drew was slightly taller. It was all just bullshit. But whatever. Because Drew's famously six feet tall, even though she says she's 5'11". Wait, is that true? I don't know. Uh, this, uh, I think I'm 5'11". Sigourney Weaver is actually six feet tall. And she says she's But I think 10. on the thing it says 5'11". I don't know. I met her and We should now. like measure me sometime. Yeah. I think I'm 5'11 and then like and a little bit. And then some. <laughs> and then just like a little scotch. And like a Alexander. I was like, I'm five, eight and a half on my resume. <laughs> really? <laughs> like from school, I was like, oh, 5'9". Could you shut up? Could you shut up is really good. That's another one for August. Thank you, Valeri Christov. Well, there you go for summer. Can you shut up? Can you shut in? Um, Okay, so out of PNB, it's like, doesn't get hired, and then... Do you... Yeah, what is going on at this point? Well, they, at PNB, another, and I'm going to give them a little, like, credit, because they had, they had, like, all these... Directors. Really good, like, They do this for all of us. That's how all of us got jobs. So they... When you're in the professional division, they have they have directors from all over come and like watch class, and they're basically like private auditions for mm-hmm. the class. And they Alonzo came, Alonzo King came, right, and did like a little workshop or something. He was like, "Oh yeah, you need to come to San Francisco." And I was like, "No, I want to be a ballerina, you know. Like, I don't, <laughs> I'm going to be a ballerina." He's like, "Okay, well, just come like." He's like, good luck with your yeah. project. And he was like, well, you might like, be a ballerina, but I see a drag yeah. queen. <laughs> <laughs> yep, and then I went to the lines. Yeah. From PNB. And you were 18, 17. I was 17. You were 17 in lines. That's life. amazing. Were you the youngest company member? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Brett yeah. was a little older. 
Here's like 19. <gasps> Brett. Yeah. So Drew joined lines in this moment where there was like four new company members. Yeah, and the rest like were like 30s, old times. 40s. Mm, right. So she and Laurel. Right. My bestie. And right. then Prince Cradell and, and Brett all joined at once. Mm-hmm. And so you guys had this like wonderful situation right. where you were like coming up together through the company. Yeah. Brett's last name. Conway. Conway. Yeah. Who then was at NDT with me right there. I mean, I watched you two dance. You did? Yes, and the vampire with like the oh, yeah. at the movies. Yeah. We went to the thing. movies to watch it. Yeah, <clears throat> we yeah. did go to the movies to watch that, didn't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, we really did. And Thank I was you. like, "What the fuck? Someone get a dramaturg. What are they doing with their faces? Paul likes that. What are you doing? Wow, that's my song for that. It was truly. I was like, ah, Kabuki. I remember you guys. <laughs> all because all of a sudden people be like rat like no one can see what I'm doing right now but a full open mouth like glaring out at the audience like uh, what, it was a honey with a capital D R A M and another capital A it was really like what right. and so you stayed in San Francisco for four years yeah. it felt like an meanwhile I was like auditioning everywhere all the time uh-huh. like going this to I think is actually really like, interesting for our listeners yeah. you were like a very you were very accomplished in terms of like your experience with lines and you were performing at galas and you were like I didn't perform at galas at this point not I yet. was like 18 or 19 okay you know, 20 but this, so you were going to audition let's name a few of the companies Dutch oh, National Dutch National Ballet. Monte Carlo San Francisco Boston Montreal yeah. You auditioned for all of them. They were all like, no. Well, they were all like, I don't know what to do with you. You're right. scary. Like, it was... You were 18 and being like, ka, 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 ka. And that was <laughs> I remember, like, out. some of them being, like, really, yeah. like, at Dutch National, he, he was like, wow, you have balls. He said that. Like, because I was, like, doing fuetes with Sofiane next to me and stuff. And I was just, like, going and doing it. But he right. was, like, really, like turned off by it you never uh-huh. had the thing that many like uh-huh. young ballet dancers yeah, have where they're like, like here yes, I am. Yes, <laughs> yes sir yes ma'am like uh-huh. i'll be back here because yeah. i'm young drew was always like i'm here and i'm i'm competent and interesting I'm and you didn't do, you didn't have competition dance training it was like you were really like up no, to the when i went to ballet. a school that was like uh, you know like i was doing things that in idaho like, Yo, that were like yeah she was she was a good teacher she but, was like some of the other teacher, you know, when I was like really young, I would mm-hmm. like do crazy stuff before I was ready. You know what but I mean? But she so? was training kids who were going to like high level ballet school. Lisa was great, and she's she produced like principal I, dancers and stuff. She's the reason. Yeah. Thank you, Lisa Moon. Thank you, Lisa Moon. Um, I love that name, Lisa Moon. You, mm-hmm. She is a Lisa Moon. Lisa Moon. Yeah. Wow. Lisa Moon. I feel like my whole life would have been different. But this is, uh, tell this, Lisa so Moon. this went on for years and you yeah. performed all over the world with lines and like. Well, yeah, so lines, but I, when I was 20, I got to do that Sylvie Guillaume tour. Oh my God, this is. I just like randomly right. dropped into my lap because somebody was pregnant and Xavier, uh-huh. one felt of fellow company member, like used to be in Beige Arts, so had all these connections. He's like, I'm going to go to Japan and, and, ballet master for Sylvie Guillaume's Japan tour mm. they need somebody because this girl got pregnant and he was like do you want to go I was like yeah yeah so I went on tour with Sylvie Guillaume when I was 20 playing 
her older... Oh, yeah, I was older. playing her older sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's like, so good. It was, doing, like, super bad. They know? were doing Macmillan's like, Winter Dream. Yeah. Oh. And they needed... Which is, like, a an old... I played version. Darcy Bustle's right. part. Or Sylvie played Darcy Bustle's No, I think oh. Darcy Bustle. It was Olga, anyway. So oh, okay. And Isabella Ciaravola was the right. other... <laughs> the other sister. They're like and 20 years older than me. Name? Was it old Nicolas Lariche was the guy or something? Yeah, there was a few. He was one. Yeah. So that's wild that you did that. And yeah. you did Be- Bejar's no, Bolero? It, oh, no, 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 she's no, no, no. Car- She does, but Car- later. Yes. You did You'll Carmen. do Bolero later. I mean, where? But wait, who's Carmen, was it? Saw Alberto it. Alonso. Alberto Alonso. You played right. a bowl. I right. played a bowl. The death, you know? Right. 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 It's like, how many deaths have I played in my career? It's right. Like, always like, <laughs> The witch, the death. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, um, and you were having, like, a lot of visible success at lines in terms of like the kind of photographic visibility that that was giving you I, yeah I guess. you became like the most famous dance photograph meme of its time basically with that orange tutu thing yeah people were like doing paintings of this photograph of her and sculptures we'll and have stuff. to post that photo yeah because and I you have to know. post all the other people that have done it since everyone copied it it became mm-hmm. like the go-to pose like from henceforth for all contemporary <laughs> photos oh. It'll be a swipe right when we post okay, it. Yeah. We'll just post, like, we'll try to post, like, every single... You can do it, Reed. But I think she started, like, weirdly... <laughs> You'll post it, Reed. Reed, you'll post it. <laughs> Reed, I was, like, Reed, away. I'm going to have you post No, it. I'm going to post pictures of she and I together dancing. <laughs> I know, but make sure you post that <laughs> orange one. I think it's people think travels across. <laughs> yeah, I, I think you posted that one when sure. you were like, thank God I got a ballet, and you posted a photo of you as a horse. Oh my god, <laughs> really well, good. that's not true. That's <laughs> that's that was a whole other situation. Uh-huh. Well, that was Dracula at Ballet Met. Oh, oh okay. But yeah. anyway, I'm meanwhile at Ballet Met, I'm at Alberta Ballet, she's doing lines, and at a certain point you wanted to move along move on. And I think this story is we've been. I auditioning. always like I always wanted to to do that like ballet thing. Like I wanted to be that tall. Like I wanted to be Maria Krask. I wanted to do mm-hmm. like, you know Rubies. Yeah, those like a prodigal son, or mm-hmm. even like even ballet, like Mirta, and like these, you know, Swan Lake. Those things. It was because I don't know. I feel like when you're when you're training as a ballerina in these schools, they like really force that idea on you, right? So that if you veer at all, you're like failing, right? You know. So I thought like, oh, I guess I'll go to this contemporary company, but like actually, it was the best thing that could have happened to me. Yeah. Um. But I was still like, meanwhile, auditioning because I not not because I was like unhappy at lines. It was super fulfilling. It was super like fundamental for my yeah for my career. But and I was dancing, you know, like from school to being on stage, like fully everywhere, like physical and like he was very demanding physically and emotionally and yeah spiritually even, you know, like it was very well, intense. His like whole philosophy is like super fleshed out in terms of like how demanding he is of you both like spiritually and physically right. as dancers. So yes. I just remember yeah. being like, oh, I just want to dance, you know? Yeah. I don't want to like go through. <clears throat> yeah. But also it was my first really like, professional experience. So yeah. I didn't like, I mean, you didn't know. I didn't realize how, I mean, I, I knew it was good, but I didn't realize like how, how important it right. was for yeah. me as a young dancer. Yeah. Cause I know a lot of older dancers go and then they appreciate it because they're like, Oh, this is like right. the real deal. Right. But anyways, I was just hungry for like, for, you I know, to do everything. Yeah. You know? and, and I had San Francisco ballet there and I'd go right. see and like, oh, like this is, right. I wanted to do rep, you know, I wanted right. to do foresight and I wanted to do all right. these 
things because I had all that technique, you know, right. it wasn't like I wasn't using it with lines, but I, I don't know. It's a different I also approach. like wanted the big time, you know, like right. lines is it's, it's a great company and it's successful and it has a lot of, but I, I, I wanted like fame, you know, I wanted to like 20 is of course. So I auditioned everywhere and, um, tell the story of the like, Lake Ronde audition, which is the most, that's yeah, the one that kind that of like, like changed the, the narrative. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was going to all these, all these places and they were all like, they never said like, no, but they were always kind of like, I don't know. We don't have the right man for you or you're, we already have a tall girl, blah, blah, blah. blah. Um, and then, and this was over like three years I was auditioning and, and all, meanwhile, like all the, company like NDT2 was interested and like all of the more contemporary or the choreographers companies they right. were all like yeah come but I was like no I don't want that like I I want like I want to do this ballet thing this seems so stupid now <laughs> like why right um but I think that's the training that drills us into thinking well that. when you believe something when you have a dream or a fantasy about something as a young person and then you start to like, it starts to come within our grasp. It's like you can't, you need to get a taste of it in yeah. order to know that you don't actually need it. Right. And that's the hard part for dancers who like don't end up getting that company job. They can never, there's always a kind of regret that right. once you've had it I, and you're like, it's tedious, it's no, my life hasn't changed. I'm still unhappy. I actually still like as fulfilling as my career has been, like I'm really happy the way that it went. And I think I would have like been done way sooner, mm -hmm. you know, like physically and mentally if mm -hmm. I had done a different path, but I still like, I still like have this like, regret that I was not in New York City Ballet and like me too like, I've really been like as we were talking like, why? Like, I was just thinking like place. wow I was an SAB I think I'm gonna go forward into city and then city. I didn't get into city and it was like I just didn't get into city everybody. and I felt like there were all these things I could have done I mean every time I go and I see Stravinsky Violin Concerto I cry and cry because <laughs> I just know i could be that girl. That girl is me. And that is that. You are that girl. I am that You're girl. You're cleric. Absolutely. Okay, so yeah, so, so Gratimir. Wait, oh yeah. No. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So cleric anyway, side, note, side note, I'm still I'm still bitter that I'm not in New York City Ballet. But, Le Grand. Um Le Grand. So yeah, I had I had one like final audition or it was like I Le Grand was, just, seems I was very like so, duh. Yeah, exactly. You. Like completely he was, I think they invited me to come audition there. And I was like over auditioning by that point. I was like, well, this is like, I only want soloists. I only want this. Are you sure I'm tall? Like I would always like, I'm a principal. Look at me. Look at I my I would face. always like pre. So you're not flying places. And then yeah. you're, like, you're so tall. Yes. You'd be like, I and it happened to you. me like several times where they were like, <clears throat> I just didn't realize how tall you were. Right. Like I wrote it down. I told you four times, but that happened once where a group of us from PMB flew across the country. We had a little audition tour where we auditioned for Le Grand and they were like, Oh, you're so young. And we were like, yeah, that's what I read. We're students. That's what our resume says. So that was stupid. And then we went and auditioned at American Repertory Ballet in New Jersey, at which point to all of us, they were like, you're so tall. We were like, yeah, that says on our resumes. Anyways, it's like they don't think. No, it's really annoying. So I was over auditioning, but, I, but then I was like, when I was talking to, to them or him, the director at the time, 
he was like, it was basically like, yeah, this is, this is going to happen. Like it was perfect rep. It was like, they did Balanchine, but then they did Killian. They did, I don't know what else. They, um, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was God. like perfect yeah. rep and it wasn't like a huge, you know, a huge company. Like, mm-hmm. but so I was like, okay, this is good. I can do this. And during that audition, he was, um, I think I did some rep, like Nacho Duato rep or something. And, then he talked to me for like an hour afterwards and he was like, okay, so here's the deal. It's like, if I hire you, all of my women are going to be upset. So I can't hire you. And I was like, seriously, like that's your excuse. And it was because you were so good. I don't know. Just well, like I, I was going to ruin the morale. I don't know. Like, I remember the, you telling me at that time, like part of the language to use was being like, you are too glamorous. Oh, yeah. For this I company. forgot. He did say that. He was like, that is glamorous. incredible. You know what? That's also happened to me. The Stop. number of times <laughs> I haven't gotten a job because they're like, you are too glamorous. I also will frequently hear you're too sexy. I can't, <laughs> can't hire you. Drew, you go on. <laughs> And I was like, I was so over it. I was yeah. just like, uh, I wasn't trying to be nice or anything. You know, I was like, well, I think that's like, you, you're saying that like, you don't want to hire good dancers because it's like going to upset the the balance. Yeah. And, and he was like, oh, you, you really need to like do your own show or, you know, be like, he's like, you're like Sid Charisse. You should like be doing mm-hmm. acting or doing like movies. Or it's do- sort of incredible. He's like, like old Russian guy. Mm-hmm. And this like, was his advice. Yeah, you should, you should make your own show. You could be like Sylvie Guillaume and be, have your own show. And I was like 21 when he was, and I was like, I just want to be in a company and do ballet. And he was like, but why would you want to do like whatever everyone else has been doing like for 200 years, like that they've had create, you know? Uh-huh. And, and, I just remember like that day, like, why am I so like boxed in? Like with this, why does it have to be this way? And he was like, don't let directors dictate your career. And I was like, okay. And so I called Josh and I was like, who is who? Who's Josh? Oh yeah. (laughs) Josh is my husband. He's laying over there. I've been married since I was 12. Um, you kind of have yeah, yeah. 19. 19 right yeah. um, incredible <laughs> laying over on the carpet with your daughter like I met him at Larry's when I went to Larry's Market in the, no I'm just kidding can you imagine he was <laughs> a checkout boy and I was naked under my coat <laughs> um, pretty much he lived on Queen Anne he lived at Upper Queen Anne like so that. fun so anyways I call him he's in San Francisco I was I was in Montreal auditioning and I was like oh, I think we should move to New York and he's like okay and then I like we decided to move to New York. But in the meantime, I, I like didn't have plans and I called Alonto and I was like, I was injured at the time too. So it's just like, I, I'm just not going to come back. He was not happy. Well, no, he wasn't happy. And it was really hard like to tell him. And the response I got was not very like encouraging. Um, but he's great since then. Like he just, he was, I think he was hurt. Hurt. Um, but then, uh, so then we like, Josh is a graphic designer and like, he does like identity and branding. And so we're like, let's brand myself. 
So then he like made a website. This is before. Like this is before. This is way before, this is before Facebook. What year is this? It's like before email. I feel like no, no. Really? Facebook like, existed, but this was like two thousand. No, I don't think Facebook existed. Two thousand six. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think Facebook. It was. I, it, I remember I like Facebook. it was might have started, but like I wasn't it on did. it. It was different at the time though, because it was just transitioning from being <laughs> for colleges to being for people. But it's before like this push for like people. Dancers, right, right, particular, right. being into themselves. It's before dancers had websites. Before, right. so yeah. So I, like made a packet and made a website. And, I remember like, when they did it. I was like, "How did you do that?" It looked so. I was so impressed. I was like, "This is from space." Like, how did you do the internet? This is incredible. Mm-hmm. How did you do internet? This is incredible. <laughs> well, also she had all these photographs because they had like professional photographers take modeling pictures of you. And I mean, that was just, like, because I was doing that. It, right. It's so like I did it for... So it's, like, a part of the whole visual universe just, of this Yeah, just, branding. like, yeah, scrapped some... Scrapped it together, like... And then I... I... We moved to New York, and I think I got, like... I danced with Lars. Lars was your first job. Yeah. And then, um... Lagovich. He made a dance for you. He did. Called Dvorak Serenade, which is frequently performed since then. Yeah. And then... Uh, in the meantime, like, and I'll just add yeah. when you were dancing for Lara, I came and watched a showing because I moved to New York like after a few after. months after you and moved in with you guys to the biggest bedroom I've ever had, bigger than my whole apartment. And um, <laughs> I paid $400 a month. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> Drew was doing a showing of this creation, and I went to watch it. And then I saw Lara's company, and I was like, I want to do that. And that was right when I was starting to see you again. Like a year before. Oh. So okay. that was the first gig I got in New York. But meanwhile, I was also like auditioning for like movies. And I was, I like joined a modeling agency and I went to castings all the time, which was ugh, a nightmare. And then. Why? I don't. Because you like couldn't get the pants over your calf. Kind of. <laughs> no, that was kind of like a similar thing with modeling agencies. They were like, "You're too commercial looking. You look like an actress." Like it was like, it hmm. didn't didn't fit. They were like, "Wow, you're so tall. Your legs are huge." <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They were like, <laughs> "You are incredibly I was like, tall." Oh, but I'm so bored by going to all these like wow. stupid yeah. castings. Like, right. uh, but anyways, it was an experience. Is your child sick? No, she's fine. It's a nervous tick. <laughs> that coughing? Yeah, it's well, fine. It sounds really terrible. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Grandma. Queen, <laughs> you heard the podcast? I'm like, because I'm like, I'm like, you sick? And I'm like, let me Purell our faces. No. Open your mouth. She's not sick. Well, I have some Purell that I can just put a dollop in her tongue and it'll be just fine. <laughs> a spoonful of castor oil and Purell. Anyhow, go on. So modeling agencies. Yeah, yeah like commercial dance agency blah 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 right. and like it didn't and nothing because really. it's I also hard and brutal and the way you were talked to in those is bananas i just i was like this is i don't know i, right. I auditioned for a chorus line and stuff like that and oh yeah we she did singing yeah. auditions so one night in our apartment she was like what should i sing i was like well, what do you know she's like well i love abba so I was like, great, we'll pick a song and then we'll work on it. And in the living room, we worked on, what is that song? Thank you for the music. Thank you for the music. And we didn't get too far before Drew was absolutely like slamming her fist into her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> we were just laughing up a storm. <laughs> <laughs> like this was the move. Everybody. Thank you for the music. 
the song I'm singing after all. <laughs> Drew, that's the show. That was a good oh my show. God. Oh my God. You could have had this whole other career, Drew, where I'm, you could have worked downtown I'm with me big, yeah. and made no I money. Know. I don't know. <laughs> it's not too late. Literally, it's not too late. Literally she didn't even get to sing a song. She didn't make it past the dance call. Oh, yeah. So this is actually, this is we're skipping. I'm skipping like ahead a little bit, right. but this is. Uh, one of those, yeah, they, they called me, like, they called me and they said, do you want to audition for a chorus line? I was like, no, I can't sing. No. Oh, but no, they really, they're, can't sing. they're really <laughs> requesting you. They're really requesting, like, and they want you to go in for the girl that doesn't sing or whatever. And I was like, oh, fine. So I'm going to push myself. Like, I wanted to just like do it for the experience. Uh-huh. But then they cut me after like the first dance thing and they're uh-huh. like, okay, guys, like we really need like technically strong dancers. I was like the only fucking professional dancer, like professional yeah. ballet dancer right. Right. there. And they're like, we really need strong technique. That's so wild. And I was like, yeah. Oh. So I called the agency afterwards and I was like, what happened? Like, yeah, what happened? And they were like, they didn't, they didn't answer me for like a week. And then I was like, okay, what happened? Like, I need to know like what uh-huh. feedback. And they're like, yeah, they said they had a bad attitude. Wow. And I was a like, I was like working so hard. Like I was like in the back, like, like over and over, like racking my brain to like remember I, it. And everybody like, else was like, <laughs> like all the girls were like in there and I was like, a five, six, seven, like really serious. It's true. You know what? And I was I like, I was in the back and they were like, yeah, but you can't. But like, when you were growing always, up, where people <clears throat> like, look, can you not? With and you'd be like, this is just my face. Yeah. Because that I remember, I frequently in like in school, like in grade school, middle school, people would be like, what's wrong? What's going on? And I'd be like, I'm thinking. <laughs> you know, and they'd be this like, is... well, you look like you want to kill someone in here, and I was like, maybe, but I'm thinking. Yeah. You know, it's a real. Yeah, and yeah. it's like it's happened so like frequently and then like so anyways yeah I was in New York a villain's face a villain's face is like it is evil queen you know dark hair gorgeous and light eyes pale skin you know it can look really severe strong eyebrows people can get freaked out strong eyebrows are terrifying (laughs) absolutely and that's why I'm lucky to not have eyebrows and you don't have eyebrows it's really nice yeah (sighs) just a nice mute face yeah Yeah. good okay so so you done you're finished with the LAR project you're being a freelance yeah we get in company you do do complexions complexions. absolutely drag them I do um (laughs) (laughs) no it doesn't matter let's not talk about that um I do what? What? what well, I am after complexions. Oh yeah, Ruby. We met, I met. I met Ruby in complexions. Who is Ruby? Ruby is Rubenald Pronk, and he used to be in Dutch National Ballet. And we met in complexions, and we were both like, "Hey, I like you. I like you. You're good. You're good too. Let's like start a thing." So then, instead Very of glamorous. like branding myself <clears throat> as like an independent person, we're like, "Let's do it as a partnership because it's going to be better. It's more marketable." Yeah. So then we did like you know, the same thing that I did when I moved to New York, but then with both of us. With the websites, etc. And I remember yeah. seeing those. Yeah. And then um, I went back to, you like, on the all... the cover of Dance Magazine? Mm-hmm. That took a little, like, a year or something? Yeah. It, it was, happened really fast. Well, <clears throat> yeah, so I think because, like, of this branding thing, right. like, people thought that it was something bigger than it was. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would go, like, I Make was never afraid it. of, like 
cold calling anyone a rejection because I've been rejected so many times. Like I was like, whatever. Like take no young dancers. Slam down the door. Cold call everybody. <laughs> <laughs> also, yeah. like here's what people don't realize <clears throat> is that they're scared to call a choreographer to be like, I'd love to dance for you, but that's ultimately flattering. Every there's. That's how I hired Michelle Mola. There you go. Like wrote me an email and I was like, what? Who are you? Yes, you're hired. I mean, someone comes towards, it's nice. It's, yeah. it's a relief. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow. So, so I was contacting like some of the presenters that I went on tour with lines, like right. that festivals and stuff, get take his pillow and, right. and dance salad had a had Ruby and I come and do a duet or something. And uh Annabelle Lopez made a duet for us. And this was before she was like And you guys Annabelle you guys Lopez. took that duet to the bank. You did yeah. it everywhere. Everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um so we did that in Dan Salad and then the director of Jacob's Pill at the time was there and then she was like, You should come do an evening here. But we had like one duet, you know? It wasn't like company. So mm-hmm. We ended up. We did end up going to Jacob's Pillow like a few years later when we and you brought we like formed Drew, like a little Jacoby company. Pocky Co. Yeah, we had a little David. company. We, then when we started doing the galas everywhere, that's mm-hmm. when like we started becoming like a little bit like ballet famous just because of the international. Like if we did a ballet gala, we were like the contemporary couple. Right. I think it's because <laughs> Ruby had those. You know, Ruby was a soul ballerina. Right. <laughs> he right. was a ballerina. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, and also, uh, Christopher Wilden's Morphosis, I cold called him and like found, I like Googled his email address. Work. <laughs> so good. And found him and I was like, yeah, this isn't going to work, but whatever, here's everything. And then they, yeah, they were like, oh yeah, you're, you guys are interesting. Like you can come and dance for Morphosis and I, we could kind of do our own thing in Morphosis. Mm-hmm. Like we could bring our own rep, which is how we met Paul Lightfoot because, we sort of co-commissioned a work by Paul Morphosis and Ruby and I, and we did a, a work by Paul and Saul, Paul Lightfoot, Saul Leon, and then that's how I ended up going to NDT. And I met you before you went to NDT, because I lived with her. Yeah, in New York, in that apartment. In a couple apartments, right? Newkirk and then Cortellu. Yeah, yeah, three actually. And then, how did you feel about going to NDT? Um, I felt relieved because I was doing this hustle, and yeah. I felt like it was going really fast. Like we were traveling constantly, right? Yeah. Um, and it wasn't like it, it. We had good momentum and stuff, but I was doing all the admin myself, and I didn't have like. I mean, we had a five hundred one c three, and we had a few like little friends that would help us with some donations and stuff, but it was really, really like scrappy, really yeah. scrappy. And also like, when you're not, when you're a dancer who's performing at that level and you're not a part of a company, it's like you have to go seek out class every day and pay for it. Right. You, there's not physical therapy available yes. to you all the time. There's not like a weight room with ice buckets for you to, right. you know, it's like all those luxuries that save right. your body are gone. Right. And I, yeah, I was just, <clears throat> I st- it's not like I ever did started this company like because I really wanted to it was always like a necessity it's like okay well if I can't get that then I'm going to do this myself or if I can't do this then I'm going to do this and and then it just sort of happened that I yeah we, we had this little company we were touring and and you're 24 at that point 25 uh, I went to NDT when I was 26 I think right. so so yeah 
But yeah, and they and actually Paul and Saul they offered me to go to NDT a couple years before. So it must have been about twenty five or twenty four. And they and Jim Vincent was the director at the time and he didn't give me a job. Again, mm-hmm. it's like the same bullshit over and over. Mm-hmm. So then <clears throat> they then I didn't end up going and then I kept going with Ruby and then like a couple years later, Ruby and I were in Holland performing and like, I remember Paul and Saul, they had, Paul had t- recently like taken, taken over. over and he was like, we have a contract for you. And I was like, well, you said that last time, like <laughs> it didn't happen. And I was sort of like, eh, eh, but I had to take it because I didn't, you know, it was like, like I said, it was like a relief, but also it was like NDT knocking. No, nobody had ever knocked on my door before. You know right. what I mean? So I was always, and if it was NDT, I was like, I better do this. Like, right. So it was kind of like like a relief to just be in a company, actually for the first time in a really long time. And then a company like that, you know, where I, I felt like I wasn't that type of dancer really. So I had a lot to learn. So I felt like going to NDT, like... Top, like I learned something that I like I, I had kept going in my own route I would have just kept scudding around you know mm-hmm. but that taught me to sort of like refine my yeah it must have been his skills right? yeah it to was great and to be like around that. that's the thing like being those around those dancers, dancers. Yeah. it was like the most incredible I've never felt insecure <clears throat> in my entire career not until I went to NDT and I felt like like oh like I I don't know they also have a way of doing that but um, yeah, so I spent three years there. And, and you were there at a good time because you got to perform in like the last of the Killian yeah. dances when um, they were available to that company. And yeah. it was good. Yeah, it was, it was good. I, I loved my time there actually. Um, I, but after a certain like amount of time I started to feel this like independent spirit again it's like it comes back and and you know when I went there they were Paul was like you can you know we we like that about you we like that you're individual we like you can do as many gigs as you want like as long as they don't interfere but it it wasn't like that at all it was very like you are a part of this ensemble so actually my individuality like I felt like it was it was okay because I was, I was learned, like, I was like, Oh, I'm going to try to like learn this style. But in the end, like I, I had, a, I mean, once I had Josephine, my daughter and I went back to work, I was like, Oh, this is, I can't do this because it was giving up too much, you know, for, for what was that that transpired through having Josephine that kind of brought that back? We've got to have time off. So you time have, you off, have... but then I don't know my my priorities. Like well, when I went back to work, I was just like I don't like some of the things. So it was friction, like mm-hmm. a little bit of friction between me and not. I mean, it wasn't dramatic or anything, but like just you know, they wanted me to dance this hardcore duet on tour in four countries when Josephine was four months, and I was just like I don't think. I think I need like a couple more months just to get back in shape. And like, I think you should still come on tour with us. And I was like, but why? Like, can I just, and it was just very like, we own you. Right. And I was, and at the, and uh, when I didn't have her, I was like, fine, like I'll just go along with it and it would be good, you know, but I was just like, nope, I'm not going to give up my time. Like with my newborn right, for something that I don't 
agree, you know, <laughs> agree with. And I just felt very child. Infantilized. Yeah. Yeah. Felt like a child. I think that's just like in any place you like in any kind of ballet company. I don't mm. know. It's very common. And I, oh. and actually like that's, even if it's not like intentional or even if it's like the company I work for now is not, I don't feel like that at all, but it's just the nature of the job that makes me feel like that. So like the fact that I have to go and be a part of this, like it, it just, I feel like I outgrew it. There's nothing right. wrong with it, but I just don't, I feel like I outgrew it. I want to like have control over my time. And like when I'm in rehearsal for six hours, when I only need like an hour, you know, mm-hmm. I just, I was like, I, I think a lot of companies, especially of kind of that <clears throat> size, put sort of unreasonable expectations on the dancer's commitment where they're like, well, if we're paying you, you have to be here all the time and do everything. And you're like, well, I'm also a human being. I also like want to go to my friend's wedding. I also want to like spend time with my baby. Like, no, I will not. Just and do it's not you just want. ballet companies. I mean, that's you know, right, Graham was notorious for destroying the costumes before a premiere. I think so it that was worse with their when I was with NDT because it then at a ballet company. You know what I yeah. mean? Because it's so, because it's, it's such a um, like the level's so high. It has to be sort of like all in, yeah. you know, and. And the, the people that go through, you know, I came from the outside, but most of the company members come through NDT2 when they're like basically 18, yeah. you know, when they come in. So they're trained. They have the mentality. They have the devotion. It was more, it was, well, there's an ethos as well that's, I think, different because of it still. But it changed while you were there because the Killian works. I think it's still, I, I don't know if it's because of the rep, but it's. I just, I feel like it's still come because it's a, it's an institution and right. it's like a factory, you know, right. and it's like, that's why they're so good. It's, cause right. it's like, mm-hmm. you know, it's this little bubble and, um, I just, I could have kept going and, and I, it was, it wasn't like I was unhappy there. I just, um, I just realized like my, like your priorities shifted. Yeah. I had a kid. I also like, I, like I realized that like once I went to NIT, all of my connections sort of started like fading away mm. and I was like, I don't know, like for the future, right. you know, you I don't know if that's, yeah, I don't know if that's a, a good idea. How did the job at Antwerp come up? I like this story. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> and an incredible question. How did that? I love it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love this story. I already know all the stories or something. Um, well, I yeah, kind of decided like I don't want to go back to NDT. It's too intense. I want like I also wanted to be in a city that my husband would like to live. Mm. The Hague is Hidge. Yeah. Oh, that's where NDT is, and it is the capital of the Netherlands, and it's not. It's a it's diplomatic. It's a, yeah, it's diplomatic a business city. city. Uh-huh. Just happens to have this incredible dance company. Um, so I was like, what am I going to do? Should we move back to New York? We were like thinking about moving back to right. New York. And then, um, I saw that city Larby Trakawi was taking over this company in Antwerp and I Facebooked him. Right. <laughs> <laughs> had you met? We haven't met, but I had like, <laughs> you know, when I did dance pulp, uh-huh. I like emailed him and he was going to be on or something. I don't know. We had, I like, I probably cold called him to work with him. I think I had, I'd be like, I want to work with you. Like, and it, you know, he, 
I think that just the fact that I was contacting him and I wanted to leave NDT to like go work there, he was like, okay. So I was like, but I just had a baby and I'm out of shape and I don't want to do this, this and this. And anyways, yeah, it just worked out. So your audition was that you went and talked to him in his office. Yeah. And that was, you're hired. Yeah. Good for you. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Gumption. Gumption. I love after I all the shitty I auditions I did. Like, I Facebook CD Larby. He gave me a principal contract. Bye. Incredible. That's so good. One of the most famous living choreographers. It's really, really good. And how long have you been there? Four years, I guess. So old. I I like came, but it's like a ballet company, you know. Yeah. I was I was a bit nervous, like joining. I mean, because he's he obviously has Eastman, and he's like right. a known contemporary choreographer, but. He was taking over the ballet company, which created like this sort of tension of the ballet dancers being like, you know, we're a ballet company, you know. Remember when you, that was it, happening? It's one time. of those ballet companies where like it's really like the culture of the city dictates what the company should be. Mm-hmm. So like I think at this point they were probably like, let's make our ballet company more contemporary mm-hmm. and bring in this Belgian person, and but because it had been like a ballet company, like more so. Prior to that, they were doing yeah. Sleeping Beauty, and they had Catherine Bennett's was there, mm. and it was like kind of in its, it was kind of in its like most successful mm-hmm. period when she was there, and then she left because of the politics of Belgium, and they were sort of directorless for a while, and there was a bunch of turnover, and then he took over, and and so I knew it was going to change, but I was still joining this ballet company after NDT three years, no point shoes, like as a principal ballet dancer. So it was sort of like, oh, they're going to, and they, they were, you know, they were sort of like, who's this bitch? But <clears throat> I got my ass in shape. I put my point shoes back on. Marcia Haiti was like, do you want to do Lalek Fairy? I was like, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if I can do that. And you did it. And I was like, why not? Like, I'll just, it's, it was a good way to get back in shape. So I like did I like very in a tutu after like and never really doing that actually. She did it in a workshop performance first year PD. Oh yes, full circle. Full circle. Wow. So yeah. I did that just for the challenge. Just for the taste of it. <laughs> Lilac fairy. Yeah. Um, Not a villain though. Not a villain. Not a no. Villain. The savior. The savior. Yeah, yeah. truly. And, and so and it's I been got good. to do lots of great things since being there. Yeah, they're really. It's a. I don't know. I find it's a really good place for me because. And Antwerp is nice. Yeah, and and it's not like, I don't know. I don't feel like that ownership thing, you know, because Larby's out doing his thing. Very like, much music very videos, much. movies, all of it. So he's not. I just have to pay. But he's not um, super, you know, anti when I want to go do my thing as well. And then what has been, and also you've been able to make things with people from the company. You mean choreograph? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, now, I'm, now I'm a choreographer. Yeah. Um, yeah. And in the meantime, like over the past few years, I'm sort of like slowing down my dancing. Uh, I don't want, really want to dance anymore, actually. Because? Wanna, because I have a hor- horrible hip injury that I need to get figured out. That's been, Turn labrum or yeah, but yeah, right. and basically, uh-huh. um, and also just like I said, this sort of outgrowing the the ballet system or the the lifestyle of being a dancer, you know, like find it sort of works with a family, but not really because 
I don't, I'm tired of like nursing my body all the time and like, right. you know, having to be, I'm also like, I'm getting older, so I don't feel like I'm like at my, as a dancer, I'm, I'm appreciated for like the power I have or like, you know, yeah. virtuosic stuff. And I'm just like, ugh, I don't, I'm bored by it. I don't right. want to do it anymore. Right. Um, I want to create, I, I, yeah, I think that I need to start being creative and and also um I had some experience with acting and I had the like, adrenaline for the first time before you know I did a film last year and I what was the film I don't think I should talk about it yet because it's not out no I'm not gonna talk okay. about it now. it's not out yet okay. it's not out yet it's coming out next year I'm not gonna get in trouble Got um it. you signed an NDA yeah um, but it was really, really fun. Yeah. And ner- like, I was really nervous. I was challenged, but they were, you know, very encouraging and it was fun. So, um, I wouldn't mind exploring that a little bit more. Yeah. It is certainly um, easier I don't wanna, on the body. Yeah. I don't want to like be, move to LA and be like, I'm going to become an actress. Right. You know, if, if it happens organically right. and if I, just because I find it like interesting more than like be wanting to be successful at it i find right. it like challenging it's a very different medium yeah for sure and, and on I, film incredibly yeah i turned into a poop oh okay we Sorry. closed the door i lit a candle oh you still close the door thank you always <laughs> get schooled thank you. well i mean it's also we're trying it with the acs are not on oh yeah on there yeah hot poop yeah and um so i'm interested in those theatrical endeavors now. And what are you doing in New York right now? I am choreographing and performing in Maria Kochakova's Joyce program, Catcher If You Can. Catcher If You Can. Masha Kochakova, Catcher If You Can. Which is, opens on... July 16th through the 21st. And Drew is the one female choreographer (laughs) on a program of five other men. Yay. There you have it. I mean, sounds token. correct. You're not the token. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I might be. Actually, <laughs> I read. Okay. That's kind of how that works. Actually, it's, it's okay. Like, I'll take they, it. When they look at the bill and they're like, "Wait a second, Whoops, wait, well, there's all this, there's been all this talk lately, and I think we got to fix this." Wait, isn't there some? There's a, there's a girl dancing in the show. Can I get her to choreograph too? Sounds good. Sounds good. This was um, Masha's choice, though. Okay. She told me. Okay. She told me that it was. It was an issue. Right. And she had struggled to think, like, who, you right. know, they had all these suggestions. Right. And then she decided because Great. of the history we have. And it's going to be fun. So you're back in New York. <clears throat> back in New York. And how is that feeling? It's great. I mean, it's, it, it's weird to come back with a child from greenhouse years right, <laughs> falling right, right. over to being like, it's nine o'clock. I'm tired. Right. Oh. Um, that's. What did Josephine say after two days? She's like, I want to go back to Antwerp. What am I going on? <laughs> <laughs> I'm hot. She was like, it's really dirty here. <laughs> it's excessively dirty. <laughs> she's having fun on the playgrounds. We have some weird playgrounds. Yeah, she's fine. She's she's having she's having fun, but she's not used to the heat. You're staying at Garen's house? Yes. We, for a little bit. We, we absolutely grilled him last night. <laughs> We did. We'll tell you about that. Okay, great. Well, also, I want to hear about the movie that you shot, so I, I want us to talk about that, too. 
Because I'm not going to tell anyone. I'm a Scorpio rising. I'll keep that locked. Um, It's exciting, Drew. I mean, it is. I do. The independent woman, that would be you. So that makes sense to me. That would be in... I mean, I can say from my experience in acting, it's like... It has a, it can have a similar vibe of like, you're going to stand over there and do what I say to you. So I think yeah. that being a choreographer is, that makes sense. Or, you know, maybe that'll just, open into also you directing. Yeah. And I think that's like, it's, producing it's what, I'm, and, what naturally, like I thought, well, maybe I'll become like an artistic director or mm. like I have good admin skills, mm. but I realized like, actually I took this career, co- career counseling thing, which mm. actually like changed my it was really good. Amazing. Um, but I realized that I'm creative, and I never yeah. knew I was creative. Was this in Europe? Yeah. They probably paid for it. I knew it. I knew it. They probably, like, paid you to go to it. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Yeah. They're like, but we're offering was... this workshop. Uh, if, you, if you come, we'll give you a thousand euros a day. Uh, all your food will be covered, and uh, there's a hot tub, and uh, you get to hold puppies at end of day before what getting in Russia. I don't know. I can't. It's it's a, it's a whole thing. It's a, it was my very Yeah, but it was accent. so good, because I realized, like, I am creative. And I was using three out of 13 of my highly skilled, my high, my skill sets. Yeah. That they gave you on this career thing. They're like, well, they're like, you're you're using three out of 13 of your skills. Wow. And I was like, oh, that's why I'm like always like, like, I'm bored. I'm bored. bored, bored, bored." Yes, exactly. You are. You definitely are one of the people I know most. Just like, I'm bored. I'm bored. Yeah. I get bored fast. Yeah. It's good. You've been so productive. You've done so many things in this like short time. And I now know that that's okay. Like, this is part of me. Like, yeah. I need to do a lot of little things. I need to also need to, like, know a little bit about a lot of things instead of, like, go one way fully. And, um, yeah, and I've also learned, like, about back to, like, being this independent spirit and being, like, kind of shunned or, or discouraged. Yeah, about my, you know, about my personality or you back all these auditions. It's all coming, like, it's all coming, becoming clear now. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, also God get my forbid time. that a young woman feel like she knows what she wants. Yeah. And going back to my time at NDT, I see how it could have been different if I had, like, acted a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And, you know, even maybe in these auditions or whatever, and... And now I know, like, and like you said with the directors, maybe, but I know that the people that like me, like me, they know me, they get me, and the other people just don't, and it's fine. Right. Like, I'm okay with that. But being, like, now being a choreographer and being in front of the room and getting, like, some vibes from people, I'm like, oh, like, I get that now. You have to be really strong, like, as a, as a choreography, mm-hmm. as a choreographer. Yeah. Like, to put up with the dancers, like, whatever, like, feelings. Feelings are even just the way that, you know, not, they're not like making you feel comfortable. It right. might not be personal or whatever. And I was definitely like, you know, if I didn't, if I'm not happy. I'm going to lay down with my legs at the wall and uh, <laughs> learn it by watching you by tilting my head over to the side. <laughs> I mean, I had choreographers like tell me like, oh, you know, Marco Gookie, I'm dancing his work on the Joyce program too. And he's like, oh, Drewy, I was so scared of you. <laughs> my God. Like, but... He, he literally said, I would rather choose somebody like that I knew was just going to like do what I said and be like, be, have a smile on the, their face mm-hmm. than 
than like to ooh, right. go. Right. And the thing is, I'm not like whatever they're. It's all projection because whatever they're thinking, it's not like I am like this evil person. Like no, and, I, and you wouldn't lay on the floor and put your legs. No, I'm like, like hard working. You, you are. You can't smile because it does no. lines to your face. You're a workhorse. <laughs> I just and you just can't I'm smile. It's about my work. Well, and I'm like analytical, yeah. you know, and like, and, but I realize like also at NDT like that like the dancers just produce that shit. They like dance. They like get the choreography. They do it. And I'm like, oh, I like I have to figure this out. And it makes the choreographer feel uncomfortable. Because now I realize, I see it. I'm like, ooh, it makes me nervous. But then I can I can be strong. And I farted. Oh, my God. Oh, read. I know it's not. Well, just don't tell <sighs> us about it. It's just let it go. I know. I was just waiting for someone to smell it. No. I was just paying attention. No, we, we, we all know. <laughs> we all know. Well, it wouldn't be an episode if you didn't burp a fart. I almost burped, but I tried to hold it in. We, like, like, we both, we both maintained our severity. absolutely famous for her farts, but they were loud. <laughs> Ask change. Josephine to imitate my farts. She's she knows. What does she, how does she do it? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. And is she, wait is she learning? She's fluent. She's fluent in French. Flemish. Flemish. Yeah. Wow. She's Are you? Language. No. But you can speak it some. Expect claim beach in Netherlands. Nice. Nice. Um, all right. Well, it's been so great. Oh, tell us when you. your show is. So I did. Pe- she oh. did. Maybe was, you were pooping. Yeah. I was in the bathroom. Oh. I don't think he was. But I, I think he was tuning us out. I literally think you're here. Are you hungry, Reed? Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. You might need I to take her for a burger. Today. I woke up and had a smoothie and then I forgot to eat <laughs> until I then had a weird blueberry cornflake muffin. <laughs> Gross. So, it was yeah, good. it does sound gross. I ate like a burrito from Dos Toros. Mm. It was like 17 pounds. Delicious. It was like, there's, so it's just sitting there now. In your body. Yeah. I did. Um, like, what kind of hot sauce do you want? Like, what do you mean? With um, how you taught to do with like, you make rice uh-huh. and then you just have some canned tuna and uh, oh, yeah. some did avocado. You, did you do with nori? And cucumber and nori, wrapped in nori. Yep. I love, I want that. It was good. It was delicious and easy and clean. And you're snooched. Ah, queen for the gods. <laughs> um, uh, all right. Uh, Drew, I love you. Love you. Listeners, we love you. Reed, I love you. Love you all. Drew, and, we um, love you to the moon and we thank you for your song. Thank you. You're welcome. People love the song. Thank you for being here. We'll see you another time. We love you. I don't want it to be over. Bye. Oh.